the most poignant seven words ever uttered in any speech anywhere. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. So I will never give up. To be honored with this, I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. And that speech, don't give up, don't ever give up, has created what we're here today. Because of all the donations, research, and support, mine is one of the lives that's been saved. It is one of our favorite days of the year because so many give so much to make sure we can do everything we can to eradicate cancer. Thanks for being a part of SB Day on ESPN Radio this morning. You got my man Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN Radio, Series XM Channel 80, and your smart speaker play ESPN Radio. Brother, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. Today's an emotional day yeah. for a lot of people. I uh, I tried to tell my friends yesterday about, obviously, what today meant to me, yeah. uh, being a guy that's won a couple of ESPYs, but also has attended uh, a multitude of events and meeting some incredible people, Freddie. Okay. And um, who's the most incredible person that you met that kind of surprised you when it came to SB Day? Because you can meet so many different people. They can share so many different experiences, whether you connect with them that way or you find a way to connect with them in a different way. Who was somebody you met and said, wow, that blew me away meeting that kind of person in that situation? Probably say my own colleague. So, you know, when I got drafted in 2002, uh, I had my uh, draft party at this place called the Metronome. And we had a lot of different stars that rolled through and like Hollywood stars that rolled through. And it was a really cool event. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the best moments of that draft night was literally like me going to the bar with my really good friend, Graham Bunn, who was down in North Carolina, and uh, literally seeing Stuart Scott like at, at my wow. bar. And me being like, damn, that's Stuart Scott like at my wow. party. What the hell? I'd even invite him to my party. How is Stu here? Right. And he literally bought me a bottle of Dom. And it was myself... Stuart Scott and my friend Graham Bunn, we all had a bottle of Dom. And he's like, yo, look, I'm a North Carolina Tar Heel. You know that. Uh-huh. But I have all the Dukies. I really rock with you. Okay. So that was my first moment wow. really meeting Stu, right? And uh, then obviously working at ESPN years later. And he always kind of took me under his wing and was mm-hmm. like, come here, young fella. Let me show you how to do this. Let me tell you a couple of things. And then actually hearing his speech in 2014, right? Um, seeing that side of him, I always knew about the dad. Yeah. Right, but you always get so immersed with Sports Center and the sayings and the flamboyant personality and how laid back he was and how every athlete wanted to rock with him. And yeah. I used to get up and watch Sports Center. That was what you did, Freddie. Uh-huh. You know, and then to see him break down like that and get a chance to see the real human being, Stuart Scott. Right. That broke me at that moment at the ESPYS. Yeah. Wow. I, re- I recognized, and I recognized before that, but it was about something so much different. Yeah. In that moment. I remember the last time I saw him, and I'll never forget this. It seemed like it happened yesterday. And he had just finished up Sports Center. And sometimes when he finished up Sports Center late at night, when I'm doing my radio show at night, we would meet and give each other a pound, give each other a hug. But I hadn't seen him in a minute because of what he had been going through. And I'll never forget this, Jay, as long as I live. When I finally saw him, I was so happy to see him. And we had a great conversation walking to our cars. And I said, brother, how are you doing? He goes, I'm doing the best I can, but, you know, I'm feeling the strength of all of you. And he said, you know, I told him, I said, just continue to stand on our shoulders, man. We Mm. got you. He said, that is something, Freddie, I've never, ever doubted. And I remember giving him a hug, Jay, and I didn't want to let him go. It's like we didn't want to let each other go because you just never know 
how that's going to work out. But I was so glad to see him. And I know that he was really glad to see me because we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And he wasn't even wanted to, he didn't want to talk about that. Fred, how are you doing? I said, man, enough about me. I'm fine. You know, I know that you're doing the best you can. And when I gave him that hug, Jay, I never wanted to let him go. And we went our separate ways going home to our families. And I never saw him after that. I saw him do the SB speech about a month and a half later, which will always, always get next to me. And then we lost him that January after that. I'm coming home, driving home from South Carolina on vacation. And for some reason, I never go on social media when I'm on vacation. I just dial out of that. You just want to stay away because so many things are on there. You just want to just enough. And for some reason that morning, Jay, I just decided to go on Twitter. My wife was driving. She started off the trip, and I was going to be in the passenger side. And I just see Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott. I'm thinking, that can't be good. And then I looked and found out that he had passed away. And it, it really, to your point, it really broke me because he had so much to live for, but he did so much living during that whole thing. So anytime I think of SB Day and it's the 30th anniversary, everybody will think about the Jimmy V speech as they should. I'm always going to think about him as well because of our final contact that we had with each other, and he was more concerned asking about me and not worrying about his condition. Well, you recognize, Freddie, it's about impact, right? Mm-hmm. And it's um, <laughs> it, it, it's the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Uh, I got a chance to listen to him the other day, and you know, people were asking him about, well, after you lost, you know, this series, you know, what did you do with your time? He's like, actually, I went to a hospital. And I saw young kids who were terminally ill and they were fighting each and every day and how they fought. They were talking about, Hey, that game, it it gave me energy. It gave me life or how's this? And he recognized it wasn't about him. And when you see Stewart and you talk to him, he -hmm. recognized that it wasn't about him. It was about the legacy and the impact that he would leave. Like when I would hear coach K talk about being on a flight with Mickey, his wife, and Jimmy V and his wife, and Dickie V and his wife, all going to the ESPYs and how they didn't think he was going to make it. Absolutely. They didn't think he was going to be able to talk, yep. to even give that speech, mm-hmm. and to hear his passion and his will to fight through that, to get up there, to say, I don't care these monitors tell me, cameras, it's time for me to stop. I'm not going to stop. I only got a few, you know, time. Like, uh, right. hearing that and witnessing that and getting a chance to see that each and every year, these people fighting for it. Yep. Like, um... Like for me, today is about a celebration Absolutely. of life and what we're fighting for to make each and every day better for these people going through this this pain and this fight continually. Yeah, well said. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, like we mentioned today, is SB Day all across ESPN. We're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Jim Valvano speech at the ESPYs that started it all. By the way, that celebration continues tonight because the ESPYs night on SportsCenter will be featured at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Then SC featured the speech. We'll share the details of Jim Valvano's life that became encapsulated in one incredible moment of determination to deliver his message to the world and launch a foundation that continues working to achieve his final dream, find a cure for cancer, then join us for the ESPYs at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ABC. It still, it still boggles my mind, Jay, that it's been 30 years since that speech with Jim Valvano. It doesn't say, I mean, I've been part of SB days for 19 years. I remember the first year that that happened, I got the ESPN radio and just seeing everybody rally around that, not making it about them, bringing perspective to this disease known as cancer. Dick Vitale dealing with that right now, going into the hospital, all of our prayers with him to make sure that everything is going to be okay with him, that he's fighting that. But I'll never forget that first SB day being here and seeing exactly what that was all about and being on the front lines of that 
and being a part of that to make sure everybody understands exactly why we all continue to band together to do everything we can to try to limit the effectiveness of cancer that continues to have a full effect on so many different people across so many different platforms, so many different timelines, and so many different generations. Also, Freddie, as an athlete, you know, we live in this salacious content world where everybody digs deep and they're trying to find what's wrong with you. Why didn't you win a championship? Is it going to implode? You know, is is Bill Belichick never going to get back to winning a Super Bowl without Tom Brady? Is LeBron James really the GOAT? You know, what's going on with John Moran? Is he a failure? Uh All these headlines that exist. And then on days like today, you're like, oh, Uh yeah, we're a family. Right. We do it all for the better good of who we are as human beings, as people, and we're fighting for causes. And um, there's no better sense of team than today for our network, right? It's it's about what we're fighting for and how we're doing it collectively together as a unit. How much does that really help you? I'm glad you mentioned about a team aspect because when you play the highest level that you did in college, that you did in the NBA, being around people like that, it can be very, very easy to lose that perspective. To all of a sudden just think about things in your own kind of box, in your own kind of sphere. What has that been like for you where people get inspired by your story? People get inspired by your message and say, hey, if Jay Will can overcome, then I can do the same. At least I can try to do that. What has it been like being in that kind of position that's been a part of your life as you've been able to go through life being a father, being a husband, being a son, being a brother, being a friend? What has that been like for you? Because I've always wanted to ask you that question about that. You, you recognize, Freddie, that it's not um, it's not so much about what's happened to you. It's about making that a connective tissue to what's happened to others, right? Like, so for me, you know, and, and look, people joke online about things like when they disagree with your comments or things of that sort. It's always challenging to live through. But like I almost passed away, right? Like I completely dislocated my knee. Um, I severed my pubic symphysis by 13 inches. I have drop foot today. I severed my femoral artery on my left leg. Um, You know, there are challenges with me walking to this day. It still hurts when I get up and walk every single day. But you you recognize that you may have torn your ACL. That may be the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Somebody is battling cancer right now. Somebody's child is battling cancer. That may be, so we're all in a fight somehow, some way. We're all going through something. So for me, I think when I started spending time around people that had terminally ill diseases Mm -hmm. and you see like, okay, like I'm blessed. I'm still here. (laughs) Right. And it just, it it puts things in perspective. So it's like, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, Freddie, your fight is my fight. My fight is your fight. And that's what our crew is here with Alan Gates and Nuno and Pat Costello. Absolutely. We're a damn family. No doubt. So when we get a chance to expand our family on days like today and hear people's stories, you're damn right I'm going to donate towards the cause because it's not about my fight. It's about our fight. No doubt about that. And by the way, help us continue that fight because when you donate to the V Foundation, you can feel good about your investment because 100% of your donation goes to cancer research because the V Foundation has an endowment that covers all administrative expenses. That means 100% of what you give goes directly to the all-star cancer researchers working so hard to find a cure. And also Charity Navigator, the leading charity evaluator, rates the V Foundation as a four-star charity, placing the V Foundation in the top 2% of all charities. So to learn more and to give, go to v.org slash donate today. That's v.org slash donate today. And we always thank you for supporting the V Foundation on SB Day 30 years. That's just amazing that 30 years have passed just like that. 
since the Jim Valvano speech. And we need to keep raising. No doubt. Like, yeah. we need to be, like, I'm passionate mm-hmm. about it. I yeah. hear Dickie V being passionate about it. So many millions of people across this country and the world are passionate about it. We need to continue that. A guy that you know, Jeff Jones, who played at Virginia, yeah, yeah. now the coach at Old Dominion. He was part of Coaches versus Cancer. I'm blessed to do that event each and every year up in the Capital District in Albany, New York. I'll never forget what he said because he's a cancer survivor. He said, you use the word fight because that's exactly what this is. It is a constant fight. That is going to be relentless, and we have to be relentless against that. And I mm. never forgot when he said that because he was spot on by saying, yeah, it is a fight, but it's a fight that we're going to win because that's going to be relentless, and we got to be relentless against that. Part of SB Day 2023. Like we mentioned, mm. go to v.org slash donate today. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio. In 20 minutes, the Jimmy V speech that has become one of the greatest speeches of all time. You're going to hear that if you haven't heard it or you have heard it. You do not want to miss it. That comes your way in about 20 minutes. But we are not going to forget about the sports because that continues to be the story in any kind of glory, especially when another Duke player like Jay Will, to say he's going through some struggles when it comes to Zion Williamson, that would be an understatement. Hit the latest on him next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio this morning, as well as the ESPN app, Around ESPN, the world, ESPN and ESPN2. Absolutely. There you go. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. By the way, we mentioned it's SB Day. If you're able, please join us today in supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Go to v.org slash donate now. Remember, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. If you're able, please give. Go to v.org slash donate now. Thank you. So another day. Hold on, man. Hold Go on, ahead. Hold on, Are right, you good? You, you, you doing this on purpose, Yates? Why no. You playing, what, what, playing, what is Alan doing to you? You playing a little I, Wayne? You playing a little Wayne verse? Like you didn't play the verse. Oh, like you did the instrumental uh-oh. beat. 
But like I see what you did, man. But Mr. Like, Carter could be Jay Z too. It could be. He could yeah, be, but, yeah, yeah, no. Look out, everybody! <laughs> no, look out, everybody! Jay's about to blow. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, I'm you, saying you do certain like you do these things on purpose, right? You make me think. <laughs> now there's just this picture ingrained of Little Wayne's face yeah. next to me that you guys have in the studio that Nuno <laughs> just you know head oh, no, coach oh, Nuno no, just no. strategically has placed behind him. No, no, and, no. And saying now, now I'm the Little Wayne look like I need Little Wayne yeah. to call into the show. See, now you got the picture. You're pointing it. This is, this is what Jay, well, happened. I, I, Jay, well, I'm literally surprised that you think that Alan Yates would do something on purpose. I, I'm stunned. This is breaking news here. That this, Alan Yates would do something on purpose. That's never happened kind of in the last with. two minutes. I'm just saying, I, we're talking Zion. He has uh, blonde dreads. Uh-huh. He has blonde dreads. Y'all got the same smile no, structure, though. No, they don't. Same smile structure. No, look at this joint. You can look at that joint all you want. No. 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 There's no, no. no same wrinkle. smile structure. Not even close. Come Why on. they got me like in the proper suit? Not Why even they got close. Lil Wayne with the chains out? I like, know. Nah, I'm not buying that one. This, no. This is definitely a you conversation know, I'm not getting involved in. It's really You're tough to Nor should you, head coach Nuno. It's <laughs> tough to find a picture of Lil Wayne in a salmon suit, I found. That is very true. It's tough to find Lil Wayne in a hey, suit. Hey, don't knock the color palette. No. Just because your no, palette not isn't as... It's a really good color. It I would swipe right on this. It, it, Thank you. See, it, a profile, see, Pat would never wear that. You don't got the confidence to wear that, Pat. I don't even have the confidence to wear a suit. <laughs> much less, like much less that so suit, right? Not, much not less that, that yeah. suit. Let's put it that way. Well, a lot of people wonder about Zion Williamson <laughs> and what kind of suit he's going to bring to the table. And he opened up about his diet struggles. He was on Gil Arenas' podcast, hosted by former NBA player Gilbert Arenas. And he was asked if dieting has been hard for him to maintain and getting back on the basketball court. Is it hard to diet at your age? Be honest. This is you. I'll be real. Uh, there are times when I will say that, man, that's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard, man. Like, you 20, 22, got a lot of money. All the, it feel like all the money in the world, man. It is hard, but uh, I'm at that point now where because of certain things, I'm putting back, like, the wisdom around me, a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, I don't want to say older because they take offense <laughs> to it. <but laughs> I'm just putting people around me with wisdom, put me on game to certain things, and just go from there, though. You see, I'm rooting for all my young fellas to win, man, because uh, this journey ain't easy. It's not easy at all, Freddie. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> first off, I give credit to Zion for recognizing the in- invincibility trait, right? Like there's a there's a there's a a feeling we all have when we're younger, and if you're out there, you know, in your trucks, in your cars, if you're watching us on TV. Try to go back to those moments in your life where you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, right. where you're willing and a little bit more daring to do things, where now you look back on things and you're saying, damn, that could have that could have worked out very differently, right? Uh-huh. So I go back to something that happened in 2019, Freddie, to put this whole thing in perspective. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, was speaking at the MIT Slow Conference, okay? And it was when DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Love, they were coming out talking about mental health. And... You know, Charles Barkley, who I call him Uncle Chuck, who is like a big brother to me. I got nothing but love for Uncle Chuck, kind of came out and said after Adam's comments, these were the stupidest things he's ever heard. And, you know, like, I don't know exactly what the quotes were, but he equated money to happiness. Right. And one of the things I talked about the next day on Get Up was, hold on for a second. People don't know how challenging it is to live in the public eye and have all these you know, quote unquote, like this money, like that we deem with power. 
and how that affects your personal life and who the hell you are. Now, add social media to that mm-hmm. from the time you're 17, 18. For Zion Williamson, he's been a social media superstar. He's been a household name right. since he's been 17, 18 years old. Now, I try to tell people that you know, just because you get a lot of money doesn't make your life easy to live. More money, like, more it problems, enhances like says. all the original challenges that everybody has anyway. Family issues, self-esteem issues, um, confidence issues. Just because you dunk on people doesn't make you the most confident dude. Doesn't make you the most articulate guy. right? It, it makes you a resource right. that can get paid millions of dollars. But who, who really watches what they eat when they're 17, 18, 19, 20 years old? I mean, damn, I was playing basketball at Duke at 20 years old, and we're eating two boxes of um, you know pepperoni pizzas. And we're having Coca-Colas after games uh-huh. right? in 2002. So for me, just hearing him recognize, yeah, this is a problem, right? There are other problems that are going on with Zion, too, that he has to handle yes, as a man yes. in the public eye, dealing with somebody who's calling him out 24-7, uh-huh. and then dealing with the public, you know, lashing from that. That ain't easy to do. That's hard, Freddie. It is. To say, I'm going to stick to my principles. I have to continue to learn, and I'm going to shut all these people out. I need to focus to what I'm doing on the court. I'm not making excuses for Zion at all. Right. I'm just helping us recognize Mm -hmm. sometimes how challenging that is. Yeah. I'm going to have an unpopular commentary, and I'm sure a lot of people are not going to want to hear this about when it comes to Zion Williamson, but I want people to listen up. Welcome to Life 101. Yeah. I'm not talking about Zion Williamson. I'm talking about people. It's very easy on the outside to say, well, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? I guarantee if we looked in your closet, we'd be frightened what kind of skeletons that you have in your closet. But because you're not a celebrity or you have not been celebrated, you can make those kind of statements. You can put that kind of stuff out there on social media because you don't have to be accountable for what you have to say. You don't have to be accountable for your criticisms about somebody in the public eye. And to your point, Jay, there's no reason to defend or condone while a lot has gone on with Zion Williamson. But, hey, how about Welcome to Life 101? Because a lot of people have done a lot worse things that Zion Williamson is getting crushed for, whether it's personal life, whether it's personal struggles with his weight. Wait, Freddie, he's taking care of his damn kid. Think about this for a second, Mm -hmm. right? Like, regardless of how it happened, he's having a child, and he's being a present black father. Like, Think about that. And then people, he's trending for all these different things. I'm like, uh-huh. but he's a damn dad and he's there for his kid. Right. Not condoning like, anything else outside of that. But he's there for but his he's kid. There you know for many, his child. You know yes. how many fathers aren't there for their, their kids who don't show up, mm-hmm. who don't support that other person? And you have all these human beings out here who are just sitting here who are lost and be like, right. I, I, I met somebody last night who was like, damn, my father died when I was so young and I didn't have that male presence surrounding my life. And I'm sitting there saying, but we're going to chastise Zion and he's going to be a present father right. for his kid? Uh-huh. Hold on for a second. I was with my brother Scooter Braun over the past weekend, brought my daughter to his house and his nephew was there. His nephew was 19 years old, okay? His cousin nephew. And his nephew was like, yo, I, I'm going to ride a bike. I, I really want to get a bike. And it literally turned into an intervention. And oh, really? this is so random. My daughter's there. It's turned into an intervention. Scott's like, hold on. Why are you going to ride a bike? This dude's walking proof of why you shouldn't ride a bike. Uh-huh. And I found myself showing this 19-year-old young man my leg, right? And literally really? taking him through like, yo, 175 stitches. It took me three and a half months in the hospital, a year to learn how to walk again. And I wasn't doing anything reckless. My bike literally slipped into second gear from neutral 
boom, utility pole. But I've seen people pass away on these things, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So I'm talking to him about it, Freddie. And he's like, yeah, man, damn. But I still really want to ride. Because he doesn't think anything bad's going to happen to him. Invincibility trait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody yeah. has that complex to a degree. Yeah. Some people listen, some people don't. So you know, be careful throwing rocks when you live in a glass house. You know what I mean? Like, we've no, all yeah. done it. Mm-hmm. We've all done it. Yeah, exactly. Zion Williams is not going through anything different than a lot of the people have not gone through, especially when it comes to life 101. All part of the process of growing up, good, bad, or whatever. That's going to be, and not just involving Zion oh, I got so much more to say about that. Oh, oh you, you got plenty boy. of time to say it. Y'all we, got me hot we, today. Yeah, believe it. Part of this I'm with S- hot sauce, Freddie, with extra hot sauce today. <laughs> On this SB Day, like we mentioned, you're able. Please join us today in supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Go to v.org slash donate now. And remember, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. If you're able, please give. So go to v.org slash donate now. Thank you, and we really appreciate your donations. And you're going to hear Jimmy V's famous speech. If you heard it, you can't wait to hear it again. If you never heard it, you're going to really love it. That's next on ESPN Radio with Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams. This is ESPN Radio. Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together. Thanks on being a part of SB Day on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 as well as ESPNU and ESPN2. 30 years ago, Jim Valvano gave his legendary speech at the ESPYs, and the V Foundation for Cancer Research was born. His dream that night was to find a cure, maybe not in time for himself, but possibly for the people that he loved. Because remember, cancer touches us all, the people we love, our family, our friends, our teammates, and our fellow fans, like we mentioned. If you're able, please give to the V Foundation to help accelerate Jim's dream of victory over cancer. Go to v.org slash donate now, and 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. That's v.org slash donate. Thank you. And now the speech that will never, ever get old, Jimmy V 30 years ago at the ESPYs. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie. They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. That's the lowest I've ever seen Dick Vitale since the, the owner of the Detroit Pistons called him in and told him he should go into broadcasting. Right? Uh, I can't tell you what an honor it is to even be 
mention the same breath with an author, Ash. Um, this is something I certainly will, will treasure forever. But as, as uh, was said on the tape, I, and I also I don't have one of those things going with the cue cards, so I'm going to speak longer than anybody else has spoken tonight. That, that's the way it goes. Time, time is very precious to me. I don't know how much I have left, and I have some things that I would like to say. Hopefully, at the end, I'll have something that will be uh, important to, uh, to other people, too. But I can't help it. Now, when I'm fighting cancer, everybody knows that. Uh, and people ask me all the time about how you, you go through your life and how's your day. And nothing has changed for me, as Dick said. I'm a very emotional, passionate man. I can't help it. That's being the son of Rocco and Angelina Valvano. That just comes with the territory, right? We hug, we kiss, we love. And, and when people say to me, how do you get through uh, life or, or each day is the same thing. To me, there are three things we all should do every day. If we do this every day of our life, you're going to have, what a wonderful, number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special. And so I can't help. I rode on the plane up today with Mike Krzyzewski, my, my good friend and a wonderful coach, but people don't realize he's a ten times better person than he is a coach, and we know he's a great coach. He's meant a lot to me in these last five or six months of my battle. But when I look at Mike, I think we competed against each other as players. I coached against him for 15 years, and I always have to think about what's important in life is to think to me of three things, where you started, where you are, and where you're going to be. Those are the three things that I try and do every day. And, you know, when I think about getting up and giving a speech, I can't help it. I have to remember the first speech I ever gave. I was coaching at Rutgers University. That was my first job. All I, oh, that's a, wonderful. And I was the freshman coach. That's when freshmen played on freshman teams. And I was so fired up about my first job. I see Lou Holtz, Coach Holtz here. What was it like the first job you had, right? The very first time you stood in the locker room to give a pep talk. That's a special place, the locker room, for a coach to give a talk. So my idol as a coach was Vince Lombardi. And I read this book called Commitment to Excellence by Vince Lombardi. And in the book, Lombardi talked about the first time he spoke before his Green Bay Packer team in a locker room. They were perennial losers. And I'm reading this, and Lombardi said he was thinking, should it be a long talk, a short talk? But he wanted to be emotional. He said, be brief. And this is what he did. He, he, normally, you get in a locker room, I don't know, 25 minutes, a half hour before the team takes the field. You do your little X and O's, and then you give the great Newt Rockney talk. We all do. Speech number 84. You pull them right out. You get, you get ready. Get your squad ready. Well, this is the first one I ever gave. And I read this thing, Lombardi. What he said was he didn't go in. He waited. His team was wondering, where is he? Where is this great coach? He's not there. Ten minutes. He's still not there. Three minutes before they have to take the field, Lombardi comes in, bangs the door open, and I think you all remember what great presence he had. Right? Great presence. And he walked in, and he just walked back and forth like this, just walk, staring at the players. And he said, all eyes on me. And I'm reading this in this book, and I'm getting a picture of this Lombardi before the, his first game. And he said, gentlemen, we will be successful this year. You can focus on three things and three things only. Your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. And, he, like that. and the rest of it, they knocked the walls down. The rest was history. I said, that's beautiful. 
I'm going to do that. Your family, your religion, and Rutgers basketball. That's it. I had it. I'm, listen, I'm 21 years old. The kids I'm coaching are 19. All right? And, I, and I'm going to be the greatest coach in the world, the next Lombardi. And I'm, re- and I'm practicing out in a, right beside the locker room. The, the manager's telling me, you got to go in. Not yet, not yet. Family, religion, Rutgers basketball. All eyes on me. I got it, I got it. And now finally he said, three minutes. I said, fine. True story. I go to knock the doors open, just like Lombardi. Boom! It didn't open. <laughs> I almost broke my arm. I was like, you know, it was one that didn't open. Now I'm down, the players are looking. You know, coach, get, you know, help the coach up. Help him up. You know? And now I did like Lombardi. I walked back and forth. Right? And I was going like that with my arm, get the feeling back in it. And finally I said, gentlemen, all eyes on me. And these kids wanted to play. They're 19. Let's go. I said, gentlemen, we'll be successful this year if you can focus on three things and three things only. They said, yeah. They said, your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers, I told them. <laughs> I did that. I remember that. <laughs> I remember. I remember where I came from. It's so important to know where you are. And I know where I am right now. How do you go from where you are to where you want to be? And I think you have to have an enthusiasm for life. You have to have a dream, a goal, and you have to be willing to work for it. I talked about my family. My family is so important. People think I have courage. The courage of my family is my wife, Pam, my three daughters here, Nicole, Jamie, Leanne, my mom, who is right here, too. And, And... And that screen is flashing up there 30 seconds like I care about that screen right now, huh? I got, I, got, I got tumors all over my body. I'm worried about some guy in the back going 30 seconds, huh? You got a lot. Hey, phenomenal, buddy. You got a lot. I just got one last thing. I urge all of you. All of you, to enjoy your life, the precious moments you have, to spend each day with some laughter and some thought, to get your emotions going, to be enthusiastic every day. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, nothing great can be accomplished without enthusiasm, to keep your dreams alive in spite of problems, whatever you have, to be able to work hard for your dreams to, become, to come true, become a reality. Now I... I look at where I I am now, and I know what I want to do. What I would like to be able to do is to spend whatever time I have left and to give maybe some hope to others. Arthur Ashe Foundation is a wonderful thing. And and AIDS, the the, the amount of money pouring in for AIDS is not enough, but it is significant. But if I told you it's ten times the amount that goes in for cancer research, I also tell you that 500,000 people will die this year of cancer. And I also tell you that one in every four will be afflicted with this disease. And yet, for somehow, we seem to have put it in a little bit of the background. I want to bring it back on the front table. We need your help. I need your help. We need money for research. It may not save my life. It may save my children's lives. It may save someone you love. And it's very important. And ESPN has been so kind to support me in this endeavor and allow me to announce tonight that with ESPN's support, which means what? Their, 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 their money and their dollars and they're helping me. We are starting the Jim, Jimmy V Foundation for Cancer Research.
And its, and it's motto is, don't give up, don't ever give up. And that's what I'm going to try to do. Every minute that I have left, I will thank God for the day and the moment I have. And if you see me, smile and maybe give me a hug, because that's important to me too. But try, if you can, to support, whether it's AIDS or the Cancer Foundation, so that, that someone else might survive, might prosper, and might actually be cured of this dreaded disease. I can't thank ESPN enough for allowing this to happen, and I'm going to work as hard as I can, you know, for cancer research, and hopefully we'll be, maybe we'll have some cures and some breakthroughs, and I'd like to think, I'm going to fight my brains out to be back here again next year for the Arthur Ashe recipient. I want to give it next year. I know I've got to go. I've, I've got to go, and I've got one last thing. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. And those three things are going to carry on forever. I thank you, and God bless you all. And plenty of people thank Jimmy B for sharing his thoughts dealing with cancer before it took his life at a very, very early age, a speech that will never get old, 30 years of ESPN, meaning ESPY's days, and it all got started, the Jimmy V speech, leading to what we're able to be a part of today. That is ESPY Day and the V Foundation for Cancer Research. It was born on that day. Like you mentioned, go to v.org slash donate now. Remember, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. With Jay Wins and Freddie Coleman today on ESPN Radio this morning, we continue the conversation about Zion Williamson, and waiting to hear what Jay Williams has to say about not about giving him a break, but understanding exactly where he's coming from, and it's not a rich person problem. This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is ESPN Radio. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't uh, forget about us on your smart speaker. Uh, you cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Preach it that, sounds like a bar. 
It sounds it re- like it really sounds like what Jimmy V. Look at you. Just said to close out. I see what you his did talk. There. It sounds like a bar. I see. What it you sounds did like there. one of those like momentum, like monumental bars that some kind of legendary rapper dropped I see back in the there. '90s, and it still resonates today. Where you're just like, yo, that just sounds right over any beat, mm-hmm. and it still hits so hard, Freddie. You know what kind of impact you've had when that speech is part of the Smithsonian down in Washington D.C where you can see it in its entirety when it comes to the Jimmy V speech that happened 30 years ago that kicked off everything with the ESPYs. I, I mean, when, just hearing the numbers, though, and him talk about is touching one out of every four people, like those numbers are yeah. so staggering. And, 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 Freddie, I'm sure you have people that have been touched by cancer in your life. I've had people that have been touched by cancer that some people have survived the battle, some people that have lost the battle. Yep. But it, it's every single person that has gone through it they found a different part of themselves mm-hmm. throughout that journey. And it's amazing how that, if, whether you want to call it a third eye, that, that vision opens up towards about like the, the deeper meaning absolutely. of what the journey is about. Yeah, absolutely. And part of that journey is making sure that we have enough resources to keep continuing the fight because cancer is not going to back down and we can't back down either. Like we mentioned, go to v.org slash donate now. And remember, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. That's v.org slash donate, part of the 30th anniversary of the ESPYs. Like we mentioned, 100% of your donation goes to game-changing cancer research. Go to v.org slash donate and do that now by supporting the V Foundation for cancer research. We go back to the conversation when it comes part of SB Day because we haven't forgotten about sports. And Zion Williamson opening up about his struggles. Played at Duke. We know what he did the one year at Duke. He was a YouTube sensation before that, the young man out of South Carolina. But his NBA career has been less than stellar because he has not been available. When he's been on the court, he's been a bad mother you-know-what. But not being able to be on the court, and a lot of people are wondering, Jay, if he's ever going to be able to overcome this. But people have to remember, we're not talking about somebody 30, 31 years of age. He's still a young man, not just in NBA basketball life, but in life in general. You're hoping that part of his growing up is he'll have a chance to say, okay, this is what I need to correct, this is what I need to do, and everybody just get off my back and let me do it. Yeah, everybody wants to see Zion be successful. In order to be successful, you have to be available. Right, Absolutely. so 114 games in four years, like those numbers are staggering. Now, nobody questions what he can do on the floor when he's on the floor, but it's all the little things to ensure that you have durability yes. on the court. So when you hear reporting that came out yesterday, uh, where people were talking about where's the floaters, uh, where's the up and under layup package, where's his pull up jumpers, and you know, hearing about him potentially having no interest in developing any of those tricks or skill developments around those aspects of his game. Freddie, that's what I've said from day one. Like, I've watched this man play at Duke, okay, a place where I have my jersey retired. Right. I've watched practices. I've, also, I've often said he plays with a reckless abandonment, with his ability to attack the paint. It's a superhero skill set, right? It's like Superman with the cape. Like, he can fly. He has laser vision. Like 245 pounds, when he comes through like a wrecking ball, he's going to either ping off of you and regain balance and finish at the rim, or he's going to finish through you. That's great when you're young. That's great when you don't have any injuries. But you know who else had explosive 
abilities I, like that. I know where you're going with this. Derrick Rose, yeah, right? Yeah, uh-huh, D. Uh-huh. Rose had stuff like that. Uh-huh. Remember D. Rose? Yep. The layup package, the dunk package. And inevitably what happened, right? The injuries started to accumulate. So when I hear Zion Williams and talk about, yeah, I need to keep my weight down. I'm like, yes, you do. Right, because when you're coming through weighing 265, that's way different than you weighing 225. Absolutely, what it does to the wear and tear on your knees. Also, Freddie, you need to develop the floater game. You need to develop the mid range game. I pray to God that He is working on those packages because the amount of times, if I can lessen the volume of you putting yourself in harm's way, mm-hmm. trying to finish three point. People 90% of the time, as opposed to doing it 20% of the time, right. and then at other 70%, you're shooting a floater, that helps your game and elongates your time on the court. More than a minute ago, and I said this, Zion Williamson has the perfect template on how he can still be effective and change his game. And that guy's name is Charles Barkley. Go back and look when Charles Barkley first got mm. to the NBA. He was 6'3", and they said 320. He was 350. Yeah. And he was dunking and flying through people. And he knew, I'm not going to be able to sustain this. So what did he do? He changed his body, streamlined his game. He still was an effective in-the-air player, but he's a ground-and-pound guy as well. Became an MVP and had a, an elongated Hall of Fame career. Zion, to me, Jay Will, has the perfect template in a guy like Charles Barkley, who is shorter but very similar what Zion Williamson is trying to do and now has to realize that he can't do it. I would study Charles Barkley. I will also study Nikola Jokic. And Absolutely. That's another good and one. A contemporary. Fakes and ball yeah, fakes and like combine that. the whole package. Yeah, Why like, not? Yeah, because that works. Yes. His way works, but it's not sustainable Agreed. when it comes to Zion Williamson and his body type. Great stuff from Jay Will and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. And speaking of a guy who sometimes has his weight question, does James Harden still want out of Philly weight and all? That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.